0: Welcome to My Turn Podcast, a games podcast hosted by extra competitive siblings. My name's Jem, and I'm joined by my littlest, loveliest, sweetest, most wonderful sibling. Only joking, the biggest idiot. Oh, Jesus
1: Christ. I was really like, I was like, this is like the nicest thing, especially following my birthday. You know, I thought it was just a nice little. (laughs) Um, just appreciation, kind of thing. But no, you're just a dick, aren't you?
0: But yes. Big sister um, privileges is I can be an idiot <laughs> to you. Um, by the way, Erem, I've still got your birthday present. I'm very sorry. I've
1: been ill, not oh, been able to drop it to you. <laughs> Here it that's is. So sweet. I'm showing Erem wow. on, on the She has uh, a little Zoom present. Pool. She has a little present and a little card, and the card says nugget on there. Do I have to open it virtually? Sure, you can do because you know what it is. All right, how do I do it? Do I just like scratch the screen to unwrap? Yeah, it? maybe don't scratch. Your, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I was just
0: gonna say, don't scratch and wipe. Make scrap. Make Why? wrapping paper unwrapping noises. Go. I I haven't. Um, oh shit! With I'm, your mouth, I don't
1: have a lot. Little... <laughs> is is that what it sounds like? I don't know. I'm. I'm not. I'm not the guy from. Um, Fucking police academy. I can't do sound effects in my voice. Oh, <laughs> my God.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I mean, let's leave it to uh, the listeners' imaginations when you finally get your present and you unwrap <laughs> it. Um, let's skip Insert forward. wrapping
1: paper thoughts here. Okay, Let's right, skip cool. forward to um, what you're
0: getting in your present because it is indeed relevant to today's podcast, which is, is going to... Yeah. Oh, wow. It's going to feature games that okay. contain... Members of the Undead. That's our theme for today.
1: Oh, Oh, do you know what it is? exciting. No, I have absolutely no idea. I definitely asked you to surprise me this year. So
0: you didn't. You told me what to get you.
1: No, she's lying. (laughs) She's full of hate and (laughs) deceit.
0: All right. Well, let's move on and talk about our games featuring undead things, sometimes called zombies.
1: <laughs> so we we touched on this didn't we when we were talking about the anticipated games of uh, 2022 I think it was one of the things that I mentioned Um, Yeah. And also in our end of year roundup as well, we were talking about it. Um, No, it wasn't the end of year roundup, was it? It was the horror game special one.
0: Yeah. Um, So around about Halloween 2021, we did Mm. a horror or Halloween games uh, special and Erin mentioned very briefly the game he's going to talk about today then. But today we're going to hear about it in more detail. What is the game?
1: The game is called Dying Light.
0: Aha! Relevant because the sequel has just come out.
1: I know. Mm. And that might be my Christmas present.
0: It, birthday.
1: Oh, yeah. I forget things.
0: <laughs> we're, we're both a bit shaky touring. today. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, listeners, we're both a bit shaky today. I've been ill all week, and Erem's been touring like the true rock star that he is with his wonderful <laughs> band, Salvation Jane. Um, oh, you're a nice
1: plug there, thank you.
0: Yeah, that's quite all right. You are my little brother. I do love you, despite that intro. I do love you. Oh, I know. My heart I'm is a good melting. big sister.
1: I know, you're right sometimes. Uh, Do you want to know what game
0: I'm going to be talking about today, Aaron?
1: Not particularly, but I think the audience do, so just tell us.
0: Uh, I am going to be reviewing Resident Evil 7 colon Biohazard.
1: Colon Biohazard? Is that like, has he got the shits or something?
0: I mean, kind of. We'll get into that. Okay. Um, yes so uh so this is a gaming podcast despite our meandering introduction and what we like to do is we like to give you some good old recommendations some no frills reviews tell us tell you in fact exactly what we think of the games we've been playing and uh as always we like to dip back and forth into the archives so we won't always be reviewing the most recent games often we're not um, but we like to go back and look at games that we should have played or games that we know that you love. So Erin, why don't you kick us off with your mm-hmm. game? Tell us about Dying Light in a nutshell and if possible, what kind of nut would that nut shall be
1: i don't have as much knowledge of nuts as you do but i okay so the one i was thinking of while, while i was driving my car obviously thinking about nuts and games um what's the <laughs> one that looks like a brain is that Wal- a brazil nut a walnut A walnut walnut yeah walnut because you know mm. zombies are like mindless people who like brains yeah well that- knowledge. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Dying Light is a survival video game, a uh, survival horror video game, uh, played from a first person perspective. It's set in an open world with a lot of emphasis on parkour style gameplay.
0: Mm-hmm. Very mm. nice nutshell. Liked it. Tasty. So tell us about what kind of. So you said it's a first person open world. Um, yeah. What were your sort of expectations going into this then?
1: Uh, do you know what? I really, I really wasn't too sure. So I think I actually, this is one of the, uh, early games that I got with my, um, PlayStation. I should actually say that it it was actually out in 2015. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously developed by Techland publishers were Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment Studios. Um, yeah, so it was actually quite an early game that I got. So... I don't think I'd played many games on the PlayStation. I got it quite late on, I think. Um, It had been out for a few years. I'm not someone who rushes out to get games consoles. Um... So I was actually initially blown away by a few other games that I played, which actually, are quite, there's quite a lot of comparison between them. Okay. Um, yeah, so one of them was Far Cry 4. Right. It was one of the first games I got, and also Shadow of Mordor. And re- oh, really weirdly, yeah. you could kind of combine those two games to actually create something a bit like this. Obviously, replacing mm. maybe orcs with zombies. Yeah. But it's that similar kind of open world. You start off, you're a bit useless. Um, you know, getting around a bit of a, a mission. But as you play through, you, you're able to, like, unlock more and more abilities on the tech tree. Um, and you just become a bit more uh, significant and, like, substantial in the way that you can play and d- deal with uh, different threats. But as the game opens up, the threats get bigger. You get introduced to different types of right. enemies. Um, so I, lo- I love that you gradually was-
0: become more significant.
1: Well, honestly, you start off, you're just a bit... You're just a bit useless. Bit crap. Yeah, basically. You're 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 a bit of a wet detail. You do do get that sense of being completely overwhelmed by the sheer volume of enemies that Mm. there are in this world. And obviously where you've not really discovered it, it is a bit, it it captures that kind of, oh shit, I don't know where I am. I'm not very good at what I'm doing. I need to learn fast. Otherwise, yeah, I'm going to get fucked in the ass big time oh are they <laughs> yeah, sodomising zombies up. yeah well they they will sneak up behind you and Ooh, do very naughty things watch out make sure you're, make sure you're pre-lubes everyone uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is not a
0: family-friendly podcast. Um, It's okay, there's an explicit rating on it. It's fine, it's fine, we can say what we like. Um, So, yeah, you've touched on it a bit. What is the story you're presented with at the start? Like, what kind of takes you into the game?
1: See, um, you're actually airdropped into this uh, fictional Middle Eastern city called Haran. Ooh. Where this is a viral outbreak, which is like a typical setup for a zombie thing, has um yeah, turned the most most of the population into like really aggressive zombies um so yeah parts of the city are quarantined you're actually on a mission to kind of like stop this uh i don't know how to describe him but the i guess the villain uh this guy called reese who i think he's captured some sort of sensitive government information you your job is to essentially stop him um, from releasing that to the world um but yeah, you you kind of get airdropped into the middle of the city. The first thing that happens is you actually get discovered by some of his men. I think they are. They're some sort of evil guys who are basically there to like mm-hmm. yeah, beat beat you up. Um, but you get rescued by another group of survivors that are based in the tower, who I guess would be the good guys who are just trying to survive. Whereas Reese's trying uh Rice, sorry, I should say Rice is the bad guy. Um, yeah, he's trying to uh obviously. Use that sensitive government information in ways that aren't good, and he's also yeah, just a bit of um, yeah, he's just a villain to the whole city. Really, he's he's yeah, right. very so. Naughty, are there like different man.
0: factions in the game?
1: There's two main factions, yeah. So two there's Reese's faction, okay. yeah, and then your survivor faction. Um, I don't remember any other particular factions of of note. There's neutral people and survivors. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, basically he's bad. You're with the good guys. Okay, you know Got that, it. that kind. Of, don't I think with this um, in particular, story isn't the big point of right. This
0: game. Okay, right. that's that's good to note mm. at the top there. Um, and yeah. uh, just a quick question before we move into some mm-hmm. of your favorite things about this game. Um, what you said it's sort of set in a fictional Middle Eastern country. Yeah, but like. Are you from that place or are you sort of a no, shipped
1: in you're you're an American government agent? Oh, of actually. course. Right. Yeah, you know. There's, America World Police. Yeah, America. You're a guy World called Police. Kyle so there Crane. We go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not sure what the involvement with the American government is or how they've yeah. got into this Middle Eastern city. But yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I just wondered. I thought that would be the case, but it's, it's worth asking. Mm. Um, all right. So, what were your actually? What before we go into your positives? What was yeah. the kind of gameplay like? So you said it's an open world. Yeah.
1: Open world zombie park. And there's parkour.
0: Um, like what? Yeah. Is that how does that? work
1: so More obviously like I, like i said at the beginning where you're not really a very substantial fighter mm-hmm. you know being able to climb up on top of ledges to get away from zombies is um a big deal um and kind of tying into the title a little bit mm-hmm. um this game has a really good kind of like uh two days two day cycle i don't know how to describe day it night there's, cycle. There's two, yeah day night day cycle, cycle that's it yep, very yep. good um, yeah, day-night yeah. cycle. In that which, technical um, term
0: for where different yeah. things happen at different times of day. Um. Um,
1: yes. Um, so, yeah, during the day, you have, like, the typical kind of uh, mindless slow zombies. You do get a couple of extra... Yeah, exactly. That kind of, like, yeah. easy to get away from as you get stronger, easier to kill. But um, in the night there are there's there's like another threat these these like really corrupted zombies that are like just horrendous they're not slow they're quick and they're demonic they're called i'm sure they're called volatiles um basically as soon as it becomes night it's like nightmare mode you'll be chased as soon as they find you and they will not stop so the parkour element really comes into play um at that time to like escape from things mm-hmm. and you have to escape to these places called uh, safe zones mm-hmm. where it's like kind of like an ultra uh, violet light or some sort of like artificial sunlight that helps ward them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So what else was I going Yeah, to no, so I no, was just all...
0: asking about the, yeah. the actual gameplay mechanics. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move into the things that you enjoyed most about this game.
1: Um, I I liked that there is like a few genres at play here. Really, there is an open world dynamic to it. Also, the RPG kind of leveling up, which would be typical, but the obviously the um the parkour element of it as well. Um, was, I think really well implemented so you don't have to do everything, um, you know, just by brute force. You can actually be a bit more like agile and escape. There's mm-hmm. also elements of stealth in it, especially in the night. If you're not seen by the volatiles, you can actually sneak around mm, um, okay. and there might be great re- rewards in missions that you have to do in in, uh, in the dark, basically. So there's a lot of dynamic in the play in the world and how it's done. Um and then, yeah, like the tech tree and things like that, the way you level up is just really satisfying the powers that you get and the way you're able to deal with zombies uh, better and better as you go along. Um, just keeps the game uh, really exciting. And like I said, you start off uh, just like you're rubbish at killing zombies. So but By pathetic. the end of it, you can like flip over them, like just take out whole armies of them. So it gets like quite an exciting. Um, if you just want to run around and kill stuff, you c- you can. Mm. And it's quite fun to do. Yeah, it's quite rewarding in that sense. Okay. So, yeah, the, the, I, think, I think the main thing for me would be the dynamic gameplay, how it just evolves, and there's so many different aspects in there. That's definitely the big positive for me.
0: Okay, and you you sort of said there's an RPG element, so can you decide which skills you want to upgrade, like go yeah. different routes, like upgrade yeah. stealth or upgrade agility? or
1: Yeah, I think um, it's not the the typical special is this special speed power i can't remember what the other ones Mm. are but it's not those typical kind of um traits but yeah it's something similar to that you can either become more agile to um you know do be better at parkour you can uh become stronger to help you do different abilities um it's a similar kind of thing to the typical uh, rpg but uh, within its own context yeah exactly yes exactly
0: okay yeah. that makes sense sounds fun mm-hmm. um is there anything else that you love about this game
1: before we move uh, on to i remember Lester. the settings just really really cool actually i really like um like the the open worldness i'm probably looking back at it re- retrospectively it might not be as amazing uh, graphically as obviously some of the games coming out now but like i think it would still definitely hold up what year was it again um, sorry it was 2015 so i mean okay, it has yes, been a spells. fair bit of time yeah, seven yeah, yeah. years yeah which i don't know it's weird it doesn't feel like a long time but yeah obviously seven years is quite a substantial yeah, amount yeah, of time yeah, and yeah. games have developed yeah. uh, substantially in in that uh time period but yeah it was just quite a stunning game as well um particularly really weirdly the way it was lit in it with the sun i right, particularly remember okay. that like you really got that sense of um, that dusk kind of element with like uh, light oh. streams and the golden hour. Everything just felt like there was a bit of like, uh, what's the word? A bit of tension, I guess, when the yeah. light came to that kind of time of day. Well, of course, yeah. As it goes down, you've got to go
0: and find cover, right? <laughs> yeah. So and I as, as it were, comes up, it's, yeah. ta you made it through yeah, the night.
1: exactly. But yeah. I, th- I think, I have a feeling they paid, like, a a special attention to detail Mm. when it came to that because they really, like, you're just so aware of it without them being like, oh, my God, you better get somewhere safe. Just the way they do it through lighting I think is really cool.
0: Well, in a game called Dying Light, you kind of better hope that they take care of the lunch. Um, So, yeah, tell me about anything that was less good or slightly more annoying. I don't
1: know. I don't really remember anything being that bad. That's I didn't fine. notice anything too buggy. Um the gameplay was interesting enough to carry on through. I guess the story's not anything too amazing, but I don't think it needs to be. I don't think that's the mm. focus of this game. Obviously, you know, if you're you're able to um tick the boxes in every single aspect of a game then you've got an amazing 10 out of 10 game. Um mm. But yeah, I think they realised that the story doesn't need to be uh, quite as polished as the other areas because the gameplay is is just so good. Um, Yeah, so there's not really any negatives, maybe just a bit less emphasis on the story, yeah.
0: Can I ask about um, side missions? Because as an open world game, I mean, the sort of quality of side missions is something that Mm. is key to keeping you interested and to, yeah. to go and explore parts of an ever-increasing map.
1: Um, yeah.
0: What are they like? Are they varied enough?
1: Yeah, they actually they are. And I think it's everything from just like, oh, I need a few items, that kind of like uh, go and collect kind fetch of mission. Quest. Uh, yeah, fetch quest. There you go. Um, all the way to something that has a bit more of a story to it. Now, I, I can't particularly remember any particular side quest it has been a long long time that's since i've played that this game that's the thing that is the game. thing
0: with one open world games and two putting mm. any time between one open world game and another one that you played yes. after it you just forget most of the side vision. <laughs> which is <laughs> why don't... yeah which yeah. is why things like Witcher 3 which i know is like your favorite game um yes. that's why that is so amazing as an open world experience mm. because the side missions are so memorable like you will never forget the bloody baron you will never yeah. forget oh i love the, <laughs> the b- witch bloody in the woods like yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many things that you would never forget and like that's why i'm asking about side missions like
1: yeah this is definitely not done as as well as um what's the company that does the witch? A red um project cd project red cd project red that's it yeah yeah i think like, it's nowhere near as polished as um, their side missions, which just all seem to be crafted with amazing care. Some of these are just, like, added. So, you know, there's a bit of substance to get an extra weapon or a skill right. or whatever. But it wasn't it wasn't bad. I, I don't remember the side quests being bad, and I remember a few of them being quite, quite interesting and fun to do. Like, yeah. it didn't feel like a chore for no reason. And I guess because of the way the world is as well, it just added to... How enjoyable the side quests were. Um, Mm. Yeah, they—they I think they were were done well enough.
0: Yeah, that's good because I'm—I'm assuming it's quite a big game. I know the new one. They famously said that Dying Light Two is 500 hours of gameplay. Um, Oh my god! What? (laughs) (laughs) As
1: in, like, if you're complete? No, 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 no. If
0: you're mainlining it, so if you're just doing the the main campaign, it's not. (laughs) No, it's definitely not that long. But um, I think what they've, what they've said is they've designed it with the ability to get 500 hours out of
1: Jesus.
0: it. Jesus. So it's huge. Yeah.
1: The new is that, one's that absolutely massive. That might just be getting a bit excessive though, mightn't it? I this, mean, this you've the seen the last so two Assassin's
0: op- Creed games. like Yeah. <laughs> games I mean, are I getting huge. If is,
1: yeah. I wonder if it is becoming a bit of a problem actually to have them so big. I don't know. I mean, I guess some people must absolutely love it. But like, Wow, that is I some hardcore I guess if you gaming. only
0: buy like two games a year, or one game a year, like you're really but getting your money so money's much
1: worth. good. Yeah, true. Like not everyone's like
0: us, Erin. We're like num 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 new game, num 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 new game, num 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 new game. We like a sharing platter when we have our stuff. We like we like a smorgasbord of games. Yes, exactly. Bit of this, bit of that. Num 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 num. Yes, lovely. All right. um So, is there anything else of note? Anything that you want to tell us about this game? Bearing in mind, like. People might be like, "Is it worth playing the first one to then play the second mm. one?" Like, any. Thoughts? I don't.
1: Well, obviously, without playing the second one, I don't know whether the storyline really continues into it. But it, I mean, I guess if you want a cheaper entry into zombie parkour, if you've not played it and it, you're a bit unsure, maybe mm-hmm. this is a good cheaper way to actually make a decision whether you want to play Dying Light 2 and not spend whatever it's going to be, like, 60 quid.
0: Yeah, it's about um, 60 quid. I it? think,
1: yeah, I think it's worth it. I think it's a really, really fun game. I'd happily play it again if I had the time. Yeah. Um, yeah so it's, it's was definitely... there anything
0: else of note about the game that you hadn't
1: mentioned? Um, not that I hadn't mentioned, but again, I just want to say, like, the game is just really dynamic in the, like I said, in the way that um, it plays and there's, like, a mix of different genres in there um at the time yeah just remember being really really hooked on it really okay Um, it was the case i just kept going back to it every every night every other night playing an hour or so before bed it was just really enjoyable and easy to pick up and And yeah, just kill some zombies, I guess
0: Yeah, well before we round up this review, I want Mm -hmm. you to tell me a bit more about the zombies Because I also have undead in the game that I'm going to review (laughs) Alright So what are, apart from fast and slow zombies, is there any interesting characteristics or any new sort of lore or behaviour that they bring in for these zombies Or are they just generic zombies?
1: I can't remember all the lore behind them. All the main thing I know is that it's a virus outbreak and it's affected obviously normal people. But they're not all made equal. Like I said, you've got the typical slow ones. You've got the horrible, evil nightmare, nightmare parkour zombies called mm-hmm. the. Um, oh my god! I've forgotten their name. What did I call them? Were you paying attention, I listeners? Was a and name then here. forgot what <laughs> volatiles. It was. Volatile, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then I think there's another one called, I want to say Grunts or Brutes or something like that, which are like steroid zombies, basically. Oh uh, like like yeah. sort of hulking guys. Yeah, basically it's like yeah, you, you get all the that zombies. That would usually be a brute, <laughs> wouldn't it in
0: terms <laughs> of the I think
1: so, yeah. yeah characteristic. Um, yeah, they're like they they've literally just like finished their last uh, steroid injection before they turn and they're just like right. very angry roid raid zombies who are just like horrendous to kill. yeah. Oh. Um, Occasionally, wielding some horrible, like massive weapon. Oh my god! The uh, zombies have weapons. <laughs> these guys do. They are not pleasant. Like they—they're they, they, not they're just huge. trying to bite you. They're also no, no, no. These wielding. guys will actually, yeah, no. Oh, these guys okay. will attack you, like with um, other weapons as well. So I think they're the three main types. There is another one, which is another type of volatile that only exists in the nighttime, but it's a bit more. Sp- I can't remember what it is they do. They're not really around so much. I think they uh-huh. might be um, only available for m- certain missions. But there was another type. Um, but yeah, they're the three main types that you will come across. Obviously, the two in the day, the slow ones, the strong ones. Yeah. And then the volatiles at okay. night. Who just so
0: fairly horrible. standard in the spectrum of like...
1: Yeah, you but you've got to remember as well. Like I said, you, you're dealing with Rice's... Um, like bandit people oh, as well so, there's so you have got that human as well, as I well. yeah that. Right. exactly yeah okay. so you, you've got multiple threats that you have to deal with it's not just one thing
0: got it got yeah. it okay yeah i completely forgot about the factions um right okay that so then there is several enemy types and several yes threats exactly. that you're managing yeah. through the exploration great yeah. it sounds fab um so who would you recommend this game to
1: I think anyone who wants um to play a zombie game with a bit of a difference, to be honest, because it's not overly generic. It has got that um really gorgeous open world as well. Um yeah, I think it would definitely be it would definitely appeal to like just typical uh open world game uh players who like that RPG element. So if you've enjoyed things like Far Cry and if you've enjoyed Shadow of uh, Mordor and Shadow of War, um
0: But this doesn't have yeah. a nemesis system, does it?
1: no it doesn't no. but yeah. obviously as you level up um the zombies get worse and worse right but okay. it's it's more the parkour slash uh skill tree kind yeah, of thing got, or yeah got, shadow yeah. of mordor yeah, yeah, yeah. like climbing up yeah because uh, traversal and stuff. got
0: really fun in um, yes. shadow of mordor didn't it yeah yeah it's up, a similar yeah. kind
1: of thing you're just able to jump through like jump yeah. around the city which um oh i didn't even mention there's no fast travel in this game
0: Oh I... no! Fast travel. So,
1: so the parkour element is really, really important it's to help yeah. you tra- traverse um, really quickly as well. Um, so yeah, it doesn't feel like such a. Uh... Ball Lake, for want of a better term. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it really hurts my balls using the fast travel. Oh my god! Is it something no, to do with teleportation? fast travel. Oh right, huh? not, yeah. No, you, no, because you can't balls fast travel. So in mello- no, because you imagine you have to
1: walk around the whole city to get from mission to mission. You'd be like, oh my god, this will take ages. Whereas you can just kind of like fly over buildings with your parkour. So it's not a ball, I (laughs) am Sorry, I'm just
0: laughing about balls again. Oh, God. (laughs) In our last episode, we just got completely sidetracked with laughing at balls. No, Um, no, you did. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Go back and listen to it. It's great. Fun times. Okay, so um, last thing on the recommendation. Someone like me, who traditionally doesn't enjoy zombies in video games... Is it scary? Like would you say this is although it's not marketed as a horror game, would you say mm. that
1: it can yeah. be. It is in places especially okay. at night is dreadful. Like it's so scary. Okay. Um it is yeah. It, I don't want to play it it's, though. it's <laughs> no, it's not all completely like that. And I think for the majority of it you can play it just in daylight um which isn't too scary you know you can see everything i don't think the zombies are particularly scary but yeah just when it becomes nighttime and it is like nightmare mode yeah it's it 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 will make you be like ah and if you're someone who like really doesn't like uh being chased yeah um having some tense music behind you then nighttime is best to avoid but this is what this game does well. You've got that dynamic yeah. world where you can just pretty much avoid it, other than maybe one or two missions where you absolutely must go through it. Yeah. Uh, okay. I you should give it a go, to be honest with you. I'd is like to fun. have a
0: go of the new one. Mm. Um, I've heard it's good fun. So, all right. This brings us neatly onto our rating. What would you give this game out
1: of 10? I, I think it's a. An 8 out of 10. Okay, um, lovely. I think, yeah, really, really solid. Really, really enjoyed it. Would happily play it again. Cannot wait to play Dying Light 2, to be honest, because if it's anything like uh, I remember this first one, I'm going to absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, Hopefully I can finish this one if there's 500 hours of gameplay. No, the main
0: line isn't that. It's not that. It's just whether you get sidetracked with all the millions of side quests that they've obviously chucked in there. Well, Um. I do have ADHD.
1: So I will probably end up, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Running around just killing stuff and yeah. realising that I've accomplished nothing in the past four hours. Oh, <laughs>
0: but it sounds like you had a lot of fun with that, Erin. And uh, yeah, if you're Thank an you open world fan and you don't mind zombies too much, I guess, check it out.
1: Brilliant. Okay, uh, now we're over to you. So Yay! Resident Evil 7.
0: 7. What and was and it? It's colon? Also
1: colon Biohazard. Colon Biohazard. So what does it have to do with a colon then, Gem?
0: Oh, no, it's just a, a punctuation.
1: Oh. You oh. know the two oh. dots, Erin. Oh, fucking hell. Sorry. Um, well, um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I understand now. I,
0: yeah, I mean, the fact that it's got this, like, biohazard um, written on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, confu- confused me initially. But, yeah, sure. So, um, so, in a nutshell, go on. I'll nutshell it. I'm also going to yes. do the brain nuts, which is walnut, because...
1: You just nicked my one. You don't know enough about nuts, uh-huh. <laughs> All
0: right. Okay. Okay. No, let me stretch myself. Um, okay. Is it apple seeds that contain like arsenic? I'm going to say yes.
1: Uh, I think it's cyanide, isn't it? Oh. Arsen- mm. Ars- arsenic is the stuff you get from rice, is it? If you leave it out too long or something. And that's why it's so apple bad. Apple seeds. I think. I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's cyanide though.
0: Poison? What poison is it?
1: Cyanide? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yes, yeah, cyanide know. <laughs> God's sake! Yes. I know my poison. Doctor Google <laughs>
0: backs up your assertion. All right, yeah, you're, you're right. Okay, you're right. I'm wrong. That's fine. Oh anyway, no. anyway, I'll stick it in an apple seed then, because of poisony things. Does that count as a nut? No, but, you know, some nuts okay. are kind of seeds.
1: Maybe we, we kind of might need to branch out into nuts and seeds. Yeah. That's fair enough. Let's do Except that. I don't know enough nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we've already done some legumes, I'm sure. Yeah, some are legumes,
0: right? I, I <laughs> exactly. Just, it's so confusing. So no, and I, isn't an almond a seed? Like, it's confusing. Oh, God. I know. Yeah, it's yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. So let's go with an apple seed.
1: Yeah. Okay. So apple seed. here we go.
0: In the apple seed. Here we go. Uh, Resident Evil Seven: Biohazard uh, is a 2017 survival horror game developed and published by Capcom. Um, so this game was released on 24th of January 2017. It's a single player video game, a uh, first person where you control a man called Ethan Winters as he searches for his long missing wife. In a derelict plantation occupied by an infected family,
1: you'll be solving an puzzles
0: family? and fighting enemies.
1: Oh, and okay.
0: Yeah. All right. That's my so, well,
1: Tell us about this infected family. What, what does <laughs> what does that mean? Is it like my game where they have a virus? Well,
0: or? well I mean, um, so this actually, uh, I have not played any resident evil games properly apart from resident mm. evil village so going yeah. into this i was like i don't know the i just knew that it was the same character from resident evil village but this happens okay. before resident evil village so this is ethan before the events of *Risen Evil Village. So I was familiar with the character of Ethan. But basically you get Ethan dropped and- into Ethan's life right at the top. Yeah. And he receives an email from his missing wife. I think she'd been missing for like two years. Oh, um, right. And that leads him to this location, this sort of swamp, swamp based uh, derelicts plantation. Um And it's kind of like a big mansion and a crookety old guest house and a bunch of trailers. Mm. And it's sort of a swampy area of the US. And when you start searching that space is when you discover things are not what they seem. And uh, not a spoiler because it happens right at the top of the game, but you encounter your wife and she's definitely got something wrong with her because she basically oh goes to and from being a zombie. So in your first sort of tutorial area, like the beginning of the game, you encounter her and she's kind of like a zombie and then she's not and then she is and you don't know what's going on. So you're kind of like fighting your wife and then next thing you know, you've kind of been held prisoner by the Baker family. So your mm-hmm. main protagonists in this game are the Baker family. And they are presented as this kind of um Southern, country living, rednecky American family. And if you imagine uh have you ever seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre?
1: I have quite a long time ago, but yes go so on. So
0: like Leatherface's family eating humans Like, in a really disgusting, dilapidated house. That's kind of a bit the vibe you get from this family. Everything's putrid. The house has been falling into disrepair. There's clearly some kind of cannibalism going on and Mm -hmm. weird experiments on people that they've captured. Um, People in the local area have been going missing. So this is right at the top of the game again. So no massive story spoilers, but... um, you you're basically held hostage in this house mm-hmm. and you as the game progresses you are f- figuring out what is going on with this family and mm. why are they sort of superhuman um, Okay, and what is going that- on with your wife like yeah. where is
1: she what is she <laughs> what's yeah. going on um yeah okay um And Ethan himself, he's not superhuman. He doesn't have any special powers, does he? Or is there something about his uh, hands? Oh, Ethan's hands.
0: Don't get me started. (laughs) (laughs) I. (laughs) <laughs> All right, massive caveat because I've already played Resident Evil Village, and had I played them in concept like the way that they were released, I might mm. have not been as pissed off with Ethan's hands. Ethan is a normal man to answer your question, right?
1: <laughs> He's okay. meant to be a normal, but bloke, just zombie hands. But
0: somehow his hand can get chopped off, and he can just staple <laughs> it back on, and then it's fine. <laughs> And I just can't with these hands like, again, right sorry, slight spoiler for Resident Evil Village, and a bit of a spoiler for this, but not really, because there's so many memes of it, and it happens early on in the game, but like yeah, your hands get
1: your hands get wrecked. I mean we've already touched on it on fine. a different episode, haven't we yeah, so, we've, you know yeah, but it
0: is is you know. It's, it's just something re- that has to happen to your hands that you have to go through. And because it's a first person game, all you see of yourself is your hands. Yeah. And like the whole way through the game, you've just got staples <laughs> in your wrists, um, And I just can't. So yeah, so a uh, normal guy with superhuman hands. That's, that's what I'll say. <laughs>
1: Um. <laughs> I, think, I think they've got to in the next Resident Evil just make it about his hands and explain that bit of the story because uh. that, that is a, a mystery that needs to be solved. It
0: needs to be solved. Um, and in the mountains and mountains of lore that you get in any Resident <laughs> Evil game, that you can you can delve into if you want to. Um, Ethan's magical hands aren't
1: quite <laughs>
0: covered. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so let's let's um, talk about your expectations coming into this because obviously you're not someone who plays zombie games that I much. Know. But Resident Evil eight the eight was the village. Wasn't eight it? was the village. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it sounded like you really enjoyed that. So what were your expectations coming into I did enjoy that. And what happens with
0: Village is that I mm. got over my fear of fighting zombies in a game. So. Um, but I still don't like it if it's overwhelming amounts of zombies, and I I would yeah. I know I'd prefer it if it was in third person as well. I just find first person zombie fights like a bit. Ugh. But I mm-hmm. so I was told that this game well first of all this game's like rated nine out of ten on Polygon. It's got like an eight point four Metacritic review or something. Uh, oh, 86 Metascore. And a eight eight point zero user score on MetaCritic, on GG Games, which is an app I use quite a lot. It's got like yeah. four point two out of five. So it's a really highly rated game. And when it came out, fans of the franchise and new new players to the to the franchise were saying it was like. Breaking the mold, doing new things. I think it's the first first person that um, they had in the Resident Evil series. It used yeah. to be... I don't know if you remember the old games, because I played yeah, Resident yeah, Evil I, 1, I, I but like so long ago. I think, think I ago. played the
1: first two. Yeah, a long, long time ago. Yeah, at our, and obviously... Um, our cousin's house.
0: They had survival horror roots, um, but yeah. it was third person. Uh, but yeah, so... I basically there was a lot of hype about this game, and it came out in 2017, which is like arguably one of the best years of games in modern times. So it's mm. the same year that like Breath of the Wild came out and stuff. So this was on all the Game of the Year lists and things. Um, so I just and I'd heard that it was really good. I'd heard that it was quite puzzly, that it was true survival horror, which which implies mm. like scarcity of resources, having to use your environment to help you, things like that, which I do quite like. Um, and I just played Alan Wake again, and I bloody love Alan Wake. I'll, I'll do an episode on that later. I've just done one with yeah. Horror Hangout podcast, so shout out to them. Hi, Horror Hangout podcast. Hi, Horror Hangout. Um, uh, yeah, if you listen to this podcast and you like horror, I yeah, list, check them out and also check out my review of Alan Wake with them. It's really good fun. So uh, Alan Wake put me in the mood to get into more sort of survival horror games. And I was like, all right, I'm going to be brave. I'm going to do it. Uh, so my expectation for this was really high. Sorry. That was a mm. really long winded answer. <laughs>
1: no, 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 it's totally fine. No, I want to hear it. That's, that's good. It's better than just being like, I was expecting to be scared. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks for the detail. It's, it's nice to hear that's, someone that's quite all right, bro. a bit more story. Thanks. Um, Okay cool so i mean type of game you've kind of touched on it yeah really, first yeah. person
0: survival horror i would say that um playing the game there is a mm-hmm. lot more action than some survival horror games um, yeah it's I a mean, resident evil a lot... game it yeah. ends there's a, a lot of shooting at the end which is just yeah is, the, is, is my it a bit like with eight as well
1: yeah um i mean how how you How useful are the weapons in the game? Is it more about surviving and this is like a last-ditch weapon or is it actually No, they're essential. The
0: weapons are essential. There are things you can't do unless you're using weapons. Sometimes you get given a weapon. Like there is one boss fight against one of the bakers where you get given a chainsaw, basically, and it's kind of like a little mini arena. You're sort of in a garage, shed? Not a garage. It's like a big tin shed thing. Um, and you get given a a chainsaw and you pretty much have to use it because the weapons you've got, obviously the ammo is really scarce in this game, which yeah. is one of the things I, I liked about it, which I'll talk more about. But yeah, you run out of bullets really quickly. You run out of bullets all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the chainsaw, yeah, you have to use. And then there's other parts of the game where you get given other weapons and you're like, well, I'm going to have to use that. Um, so the game kind of... Hints quite heavily at what you need to use, but you can't, you can't um, hide from most of the enemies. There are some enemies you can run past, but because you're dealing with the Baker family, Mm -hmm. when you're up against them and they, they kind of become like little mini bosses along the way, um, you have to confront them. Like it is, you can't hide. You have to defeat them.
1: Okay, very nice. Um so tell us about the positives of this game.
0: Um so the thing I really really enjoyed about this game was the main house. So yeah. as I mentioned in the kind of prologue, you're well not even the prologue, like the first section, you're in a kind of guest house and once you escape that, I feel like that's when the game really gets going and you're in this mm. main house and it's like a big mansion and it's got the remnants of something really grand. And opulent, and there's like old family photos and things that show these people as normal people, but yeah. the whole thing is rotten and broken, there's crap everywhere, there's rubbish everywhere, there's like slime on all the on all the kitchen surfaces, oh. there's like boiled, what looks like boiled body parts in the kitchen. Like it's kind of disgusting. But Mm. the actual structure of the mansion, like the main house area as a location and the fact that you can't get out of it until you solve certain puzzles and collect certain items is really good. And it forces you to explore places that you're scared to go to because there is always a member of the Baker family just kind of stalking around looking for you. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a lot of hiding and... um, kind of planning when you're going to nip into a room and then how you're going to get out Mm. of it again before they see you. So I really enjoyed that stuff. And there is some puzzling in this section and also in later sections of the game um, that I enjoyed, uh, but they could have been better. So I'll come on to them in a bit more detail uh, later. Okay.
1: Um, I just, just wanted to ask, so obviously the Baker family are mini bosses kind of, How does it work in terms of their threat? Is it anytime they catch you, you have to confront them, or is there a particular time um, in the game where it's like the confrontation with this person is inevitable? You have to
0: defeat them? Yeah, really good question. So, this plays out like an action adventure game. So, it's very much a linear story, but you have the freedom within the zones that you're in, and as you unlock them, to explore different rooms at any time within that zone once Mm -hmm. you've unlocked that zone so let's say the house once you've unlocked the house then you've got access to the garden but you can still go back into the house Does that make sense but it's a linear level of i need to unlock the house then the garden then there's another little house and there's another little bit i won't get into spoilers but Mm -hmm. basically the property's quite vast but it is a linear sort of unlocking and each level that you Uh, get through or get out of basically um, involves you beating one of the bakers so there's various family members and each of them have monstrous traits um, which kind of lean into this sort of supernatural theme and you don't really know what's going on and why they're supernatural Mm -hmm. for example they don't die when you shoot them so you know without massive game spoilers like you can kind of kill them and then they come back. So there's, there is a sort of supernatural element, which obviously is a Resident Evil game. You expect that. So it's not really a spoiler to say that, but Mm -hmm. um, you don't know what that is. So as Ethan, you have no idea that zombies exist, for example, and,
1: Despite your hands being magical. Yeah,
0: right. So you don't understand why these people, A, are behaving the way they're behaving and two, why they've got these powers. So yep. part of the gameplay, which also feeds into sort of linear level of exploring the property, is you discovering more about what's going on and why your wife has been involved.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I mean, it all sounds uh, good, but I mean, you said about the puzzling aspect of it not being so Yes, yeah. so let's, let's talk about that a little bit further as uh, someone who's obviously like big into oh puzzle i love games puzzles yeah and
0: i was told yeah. that this game is quite heavy on puzzles and the earlier resident mm-hmm. evil games have puzzles and they've got like quite like they're reputed to be quite um challenging or like there's a threat there's an immediate threat if you get it wrong if you put in the wrong solution for some of the sort of iconic Resident Evil puzzles. Um, This one, I have to say, I love puzzles. I think I'm quite good at them. But even so, they Mm -hmm. were way too easy. So it was literally like, oh, I need something to unlock a door that's hidden in a wall. And then you'd pick up like a child's picture and it would literally ring the room and the thing in the room that you need to find. It was just too easy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I felt like... Exploration was only rewarded by gathering resources, and that I liked. I liked that you had to look absolutely everywhere to find herbs which contribute to your health items, to find ammunition, to find um psychostimulants, which are like heighten your awareness, which means that then you can find yeah. more goodies. Um, and then there was occasionally things like little syringes, and you got like um uh I've, what's the drug that bodybuilders take
1: steroids kind of, oh yeah 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 earlier, I can remember zombies. what it's called yeah I steroids think steroids or speed I think like
0: you ha- you. there's like four available steroid boosts that you can find in the game All so right. like you have to really look for these things and really scavenge and that side of the game really felt survival horror to me and I really enjoyed that mm.
1: Um, if you find so the, the family before they were zombies, they were all bodybuilders. Or? No, I mean, <laughs> look, it's the Resident Evil game. The, I know the I know. link to silly, logical reality
0: is maybe not there. Okay, so yes. there's just stuff around again. Like eating a herb doesn't actually heal <laughs> your body. Sorry, um,
1: <laughs> but doesn't you it? know, oh damn.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so you can find stuff like that, which basically give you boosts and also like regenerate your health and upgrade you can find like weapon parts and things like that so there's not a great deal of upgrading in this game it's usually i think there's one upgrade Mm -hmm. per weapon that you find but there's stuff to find that will help you um especially health and ammunition like these things are gold dust in this game because you do run out of bullets and when you run out of bullets you're like shit (laughs) because yeah You know, I remember being in the big house and knowing that there was no more ammo in the big house. And I was like, I've got 12 bullets before I need to escape this house because there is nothing left. Because I've been in every single room about 15 times. (laughs) So stuff like that is good because it is a real threat to you being able to get through the game. Um, But yeah, the things that didn't work for me as well was, as I said, the Mm -hmm. puzzles were too easy. Um... And also my other problem is partly the the bakers themselves. The house was amazing. It was creepy. But I just don't really like this idea that that this family are like rednecks and that therefore that they're just gross. And I feel like it's a really mm. sort of... Um, bad cliche? Yeah, it's a bad cliche. And the game does mm. make an effort to explain this by the end of the game but I feel like yeah. it's such a cliche and you only really find out the maybe reason behind it at the end of the game and you spend the whole game with these characters being like I'm going to get you you can't hurt <laughs> for and you're like oh God, really and it just yeah it just feels a bit obvious does that make yeah. sense
1: yeah it jars it a little jars bit it jars a yeah. little
0: bit Um, some of the more creative ghosty paranormal stuff that happens in the game with when you do come across certain boss types like there's one area of the map that I really enjoyed where one of the family members seems to have this kind of superpower involving I'm calling it a superpower it's like not a superpower that sounds wrong like a Paranormal power, um, supernatural, supernatural power, power. Yeah, that's, that's it. They, they about, don't wear yeah, a cape, that's... kids. They don't wear a cape. Um, <laughs> this sort of like older uh, woman character, and she kind of has power over sort of like hornets, like so, on an insects, Ooh. and that whole section is really creepy. And I love the insects because the sound work on it's really good. You're like. Zzz! like you can hear them coming for you oh and
1: yeah especially with your yeah, headphones, with the headphones are, on it's amazing. amazing
0: like there's little spiders mm. everywhere and like that stuff is really cool but they're just I'm gonna get you with a chainsaw <laughs> like that stuff to me it doesn't it just reads as a type of horror that I don't appreciate because I find it too obvious mm. like and yeah. it just it was so Texas Chainsaw Massacre that I found it quite yeah. unoriginal like, <laughs>
1: It could, it could be a bit like um, Far Cry 5 as yeah. well. It can get quite corny, can't it? I think, I think we're think so exposed
0: kind of- to, like, weird yeah. rednecks. And it's not fair to people that actually live in those areas of the US that that is the one way that they're <laughs> portrayed. Like, lower-income yeah. people. Do you know what I mean? It's just, like, it's got to that point where I feel like it's an easy way of saying, these people are gross. Like, I just... Yeah, I didn't love that. So that was a bit of a negative for me. But also I really didn't understand, like there's one boss fight quite early in the game, which is such a weird difficulty spike because it goes from being this survival horror game to like it's the bit with the chainsaw that I referenced earlier. And it's just so like, it's so difficult and it becomes an action game. So I found bits like that And then there's another bit later in the game Where you're on a ship And like you're doing some other stuff Which I won't spoil But suddenly you need a machine gun Like I'll just say that So it goes from you creeping around A really old creepy house Which I really enjoyed Like unlocking hidden passageways Mm. And finding little clues And solving puzzles um, And escaping the creepy man to, To you kind of like in a shoot 'em up.
1: Yeah, so. <laughs> I wonder if they just were weird. trying to do a similar thing to Dying Light and ha- try and have other gameplay elements in there and other genres kind of intertwined, but maybe the execution was a bit off because, like in my case, it was great because it made the game more interesting, but in this, it sounds like it's just not really appropriate.
0: I feel like and having spoke to people who um, are big fans of the Resident Evil franchise, apparently this just is a thing. And like, yeah. there's always a bit where you get the, 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 the main kind of story strand of the Resident Evil lore comes in with certain characters and you just have to play that bit. And that's just part of the game. Um, yeah. But it did. You know, the best bit about the game is the big house and maybe the little house with the bugs. Like, I love that bit. Yeah. But there's other bits of the game where I'm like, is this now an action game? Is this a bit torture porn? Like, there's bits where you're like... The kind of aesthetic reminds me of things like... um you ever see hostel like eli yeah, hostel. like that kind of thing of like what is that what is this like why is it just chopped up people everyone putting people on meat hooks and stuff I'm like oh mm. i don't know because then that to me isn't isn't creepy and it isn't adding atmosphere it's just like gross
1: gross for the sake of being yeah, gross. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah so it like bits like that sort of for me were a bit of a mishmash. Yeah. Um, and I love I think, the more horror-y stuff, mm, the stuff that felt like th- horror.
1: Yeah, I think ho- horror, like horror done well, is it leaves things to your imagination, yeah. to your imagination, that actually makes things more creepy than being like, oh, look, there's a scary monster. I'll never forget, sorry to break away no, from this. absolutely. But one particular film in um, that I remember seeing, Insidious, oh, I yeah. was petrified until Darth Maul was the evil thing. And it was just like why yeah
0: it's it, it was funny so good isn't it in insidious it. is yeah. great until the end <laughs> yeah <laughs> i agree exactly. like yeah, it's, it you're like wow so it- this is a really good horror film oh no no they ruined it it's Darth
1: Maul <laughs> but yeah like yeah,
0: yeah I, know you I know what you mean your imagination
1: makes horror yeah I think, um, and, and credit really to this is. game
0: i think the atmosphere in a lot of it is excellent but there were just yeah. things that let it down also the fact that there was so much action at certain points, and then the game sort of didn't do it very well—like it was very clunky—and um, there were bits where, for example, my chainsaw and my hand were kind of disappearing into the body of the <laughs> person I'm fighting. You know, when you're just like this, the fret frames and not textures are just doing weird things.
1: Um, that, when was it released again? Twenty seventeen. Oh, so it's... All right. Well, I mean, well, yeah, it's not but new, think of the other but games you okay, should be able to get you. that. Yeah, uh, I guess that uh, is very, very so true. So,
0: yeah. Um, But that Sorry, Jim, said, they are about set. to do a... um. They're about Sorry, to yeah, drop I'll... a remastered version of this. That's what I was saying. Okay. They're about to drop a remastered version for Xbox Series X and playstation 5 so Mm -hmm. that probably will fix those weird like action glitch weird things that kept happening yeah but i do find it frustrating if something's gonna tip into action then like either make the action responsive or give me a dodge button you cannot Mm -hmm. dodge in this game
1: oh it's a survival horror
0: game without a dodge button like why
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, <it doesn't> <laughs>
0: like. that's your first thing that you do is you dodge you can block yeah. but you can't dodge like why you can turn because, around I mean, you, have, you can turn around up, fast you but you can't invincible
1: dodge hands, so you know like i would like what's the point of dodging when you can just stick your hand in people's Well, because if and be someone's like, no.
0: swinging something really massive at you you can dodge yeah. underneath it re-manoeuvre yeah, and then case. shoot them
1: you are the amazing. Oh my goodness! What is his name Ethan again? Win- Ethan Winters. Ethan Winters and his amazing hands. Yeah, you know, no. you can survive anything. But anyway, I I think we we've spent a good amount of time on yeah. negatives. Um, let's go on to. Is there anything particular of note? I mean, you said about the atmosphere um, that this creates. Is is that like your biggest kind of? I mean, selling point. So of this, here's or? here's
0: the thing about this game. I kind of expected zombies. There's no zombies. Yeah. There's no zombies. Oh, okay. So what they have instead are these things called the molded, which are kind of like weird, black, drippy, oil slick zombie oh. type things, but they're not really zombies. Um, and that, that's your other enemy type apart from the bakers, who obviously transform into weird things themselves. But, yeah, so there's no zombies, which I think is quite notable. So actually, I was never scared in this game. <laughs> Because it's zombies in particular that bother me. And that's why I played Resident Evil Village. Because I was like, well, I know there's some zombies, but there's other magical creatures I'm like just weirdly not scared of. I think for me, it's like Like zombies bite you. And that weirds (laughs) me out. Like, because they kind of look like people and then they're kind of, their flesh is coming off their face and then they like bite you and I don't like it. But like, because yeah, there isn't zombies trying to bite you. So it wasn't as scary as I thought yeah. it was going to be. And actually, like, I think that is of note, because if you're someone like me you put off playing it because you're scared of zombies in a game, it's like, hey, there's no zombies. Just weird rednecks. <laughs> Just weird rednecks. Fair and enough. weird oil slick black blob things that, that are, yeah. you know, they're creepy, but they're, they're not Brilliant. zombies.
1: So it's a horror game for the, the zombie phobic, I guess, yeah. which is, um, wow. you know, that is quite a unique thing really, isn't
0: it? Yeah, most video um, horrors do tend to involve zombies, don't they? Like, there's <laughs> a lot much. of zombies.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, so then other than um, for the people who are zombie phobic but still want their horror game, who else do you recommend this to?
0: Um, Listen, if you like survival horrors... Um, You've probably already played this, to be fair. But I think if you're someone like me who um, enjoys a story-driven game, like, there is, the story is okay. Like, the Mm -hmm. conclusion, yeah, a bit like Insidious, the conclusion isn't amazing, but you get, there is a nice story twist at some point, like, and, you know, you get a bit of a like, oh, okay, moment that I think is worth, enduring with and it's really atmospheric so I think yeah if you're someone who has never played any Resident Evil game and you know you like sort of sort of survival horror you like something Mm -hmm. with a decent story then yeah I would recommend this to you but what I would say is like if you want something really like amazing and slick and puzzly and where the survival horror is really dependent on you working stuff out without it kind of being spoon fed along the way this isn't quite that game it it just Mm -hmm. it's so close to doing it but it just doesn't like as i said the puzzles are just way too easy so um. yeah so yeah i mean if if you're interested by what i've said then go play it
1: but, i am i'd yeah. quite like to give it a go to be honest it's also the have...
0: other thing i'd say is it's not long like you probably do it in about 12 to 15 hours so, okay yeah so in that sense yes i would recommend it to people who are interested because you'll know after i'd say you'd know after an hour and a half yeah hour and a half two hours whether you're into it or not yeah so i i think <laughs> it's you know it's not like taking on a 500 hour open world game oh god
1: (laughs) (laughs) though I am looking forward to playing Dying Light 2 I'm (laughs) sure I'll lose many evenings playing that cool then Uh, let's move on to our rating for the game then Gem contrary to all those reviews I
0: felt underwhelmed so really yeah like it's not a bad game it's a good game there are things about it which are really excellent which I've touched on um, mm-hmm. but ultimately, I felt quite deflated by the end of it, and oh, um, no, that's a therefore it is getting a seven out of ten
1: I mean all right, that's still pretty yeah, good, it's a good review fair. it's a good game yeah, this is a this yeah. is a
0: good rating a seven out of ten is a yeah. good rating. I wouldn't rush out and like play it again
1: yeah um, uh, fair enough
0: yeah, I feel less passionate about it, so yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it does sound good and especially that it is a shorter game. I would like to, if I can, get a, a chance to actually play yeah, it. Yeah, and would bear like in mind some
0: people have given it like four and a half out of five yeah. and, and, you know, nine out of ten. So
1: Exactly. But this, this is the thing with opinions. This is the thing, thing with opinions. to yourself, yeah. I yeah. mean, I absolutely hated the Professor Layton game, but, yeah. you know, some people well, yeah. like that. Exactly. So, you know. They're clearly on drugs, but, um, you know, each to their own. <laughs>
0: each to their own, exactly. Like, my, I, uh, maybe had I not known the hype about the game, I might not have expected as much. Like, who knows? Like, everything is subjective, isn't it? So, yes. yeah, that was my opinion. So, if you're the kind of gamer I am, where you like a good story, you like challenging puzzles, you like a lot of stealth and creeping around, like, maybe this game won't be for you, but also maybe it will be. So, yeah. Yeah. Play it yourself let us know what you think
1: yes indeed okay well i guess that brings us to the end thank you so much sister thank you so much brother as well mm-hmm. um i feel like
0: we need to do our best zombie impressions um
1: you go first. ah uh. ah uh. <laughs> <laughs> brains I don't know. Do they talk? Are these zombies? L- well, it's up to you. There's many iterations of zombie. Okay. I, I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Uh, let's do. It's, um, oh my God. Plants versus zombies. Yeah. Isn't it? I love like plants brains. versus zombies. <laughs> that one's quite good. No, okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay, there Here we
0: go. <coughs> oh, God.
1: That just sounds like me after a Vindaloo, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, I was I doing mean, the it, arms, which you couldn't obviously see on the audio, but um,
1: which is also appealing. me after a vindaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Stop even
0: um, well thank you very much for joining us on this episode of my turn podcast send us your zombie impressions why not um if you uh, could help us out by leaving us a wonderful five-star review on itunes or spotify or wherever you are listening to this podcast it really helps Uh, independent podcasts like ourselves get seen and heard and then we can recommend more games to you and do more silly impressions of zombies (laughs) definitely Um, but thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time
1: see you next time thank you bye